Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 953. I'm gifted with my creativity. If my mind can think it, my hands can create it. I love Porsches. I love to meet Porsche people with the same Porsche virus. And I love to create artworks with Porsches with these people. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in all the way from the Netherlands, Reginald Kruger. Hey, Reginald, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am. (laughs) All right. Great to have you here. Reginald Kruger is an automotive artist who works and lives in the Netherlands. He creates exclusive artwork with special airbrush and silkscreen techniques that he developed himself. His techniques of painting with photographs combined with brushed aluminum produce amazing light effects. His use of metal results in a very bright color and a 3D special effect that is quite unique. Reginald also works on glass and textile, and he produces extremely large artwork pieces for automotive showrooms and for special presentations. He'll create custom art using your special vehicle as well for a completely customized work of automotive art. So, Reginald, I told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about your artistic career and a very obvious passion for automobiles? (laughs) I will. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, in in 2015, I started to create artworks on aluminum with Porsches in a surrealistic setting like Salvador Dali, whose work I love. Instead of starting with a small artwork, like what a lot of uh, artists do, uh, I started with a large uh, one, a standalone, 79 inches by 79 inches and 16 inches deep. Wow. Yeah, that's quite huge, right? It's giant. Yeah, like it's almost the size of a life-size car. <laughs> exactly. And it, it can stand alone on the on the floor and uh, with a very exclusive uh, walnut wood and solid aluminum frame. And people, they love the, the artwork. And since then, uh, people ask me to create custom artworks with their own uh, Porsches uh, in it. But all these uh, these artworks I create, they hang on the on the wall instead of standing on the on the floor. But the process I use is is really really simple. The client and I brainstorm about the car model or more models uh, if uh, the client has a, a whole collection, which is not uh, uh, it's quite common uh, actually. And all the specific details uh, we uh, we speak about, and the client would like to have uh, uh, what he would like to have in the artwork, and its size. Based on these ideas, I create sketches, and the final sketch forms the blueprint for the artwork and the price. After we've arranged upon the blueprint and the price, I start collecting and taking photos. I usually take my own photos of the car based on the sketches, so I can take the uh, photographs of the car in the photo studio, what what I use the most uh, actually, mm-hmm. uh, or somewhere outside on the on the uh, tarmac, or in a tunnel, or whatever we need for the uh, the specific uh, sketches uh, I made for the artwork. And for people in the states, it's also possible uh, to send the pictures to me, and I will create uh, uh, the artwork with these pictures. 
or I can arrange a photo shoot, of course, in America. Very cool. Instead of painting with a brush and paint, and that's what you said in the introduction, I paint by using tons of pictures and adapt them on my computer. This is a way I create the basis for the final artwork, but I keep my clients in the loop of the entire process so they know the status of at any given time of the, the artwork. And after their approval of the final screenshot of the artwork, I start creating on the aluminum with a special uh, silk screen technique, as you said. And after the basic uh, artwork is put on aluminum, I'll finish the artwork with airbrush retouch in order to make the colors more bright and metallic. Because when you make just a normal print on aluminum, it's not that bright and uh, special. But with the special effects I use, you get uh, uh, 3D special effects. You know, it's very, very cool because you sent me one of your pieces that you sent me. And I love Porsches, as my listeners know. It was a Porsche Targa. Looked like it's driving through the Alps. But then there's this giant orange juice squeezer, almost like a space alien that's landed on top of the car with this orange on top and juice flying all over the place. And you're right. When I first saw that, the first thing that came to mind was Salvador Dali because of his very unique art of these different things combined together that you wouldn't normally put together. And I think that's a big piece of what makes your artwork so unique. Yeah, and that's great because my clients, they love that idea as well. And they can put up so many ideas of details, what they would like to have in their artwork. And I create them exactly in the uh, Salvador Dali uh, surrealistic uh, setting. Yeah, it's really brilliant. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about you as we go through these questions. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning to you and what you do. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So, Reginald, take the wheel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be quality, quality, quality. My personal mantra has always been to deliver the highest possible quality. The quality of the artwork depends on the size and quality of the pictures. So I give you an example, Mark. A client once requested two artworks with a, a very large size, 32 inches by 118. Wow. Yeah, that's quite large for, for his whole collection of uh, 11 uh, 911s. Oh, cool. So that was uh, quite special with a 911T uh, and a 911S, uh, the really old and classic uh, ones. Mm -hmm. So at this size uh, of the, the artwork, you really need high-resolution uh, pictures. So what I did was uh, renting a special photo studio with a really, really large uh, softboxes on, uh, on the wall and on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And I took a really, really high-resolution uh, Nikon camera and shot the two Porsches uh, with that. But the end result, even I was stunned about the, uh, the sharpness of the, uh, the images. Nice. Very, very cool. Well, it's so unique, the different ways you do things, and what you end up with is so unique and different than just a simple car. And I think that's what makes you so unique. I found you on Facebook, and... 
I went and looked at your website and all the different things that you've done, and I was like, whoa, this guy's doing some very, very different kinds of things. Well, <laughs> let's talk about what instigated your passion for cars. If you go back in time and think about your life, is there a moment when you realized you were indeed a car guy? <laughs> I think, as you said it yourself, that my, my love for, for the Porsche 911 started when I was three years old, I think. Wow. I was totally in awe of the first image of a Porsche 911. And I saw it in, in the Alps, on the, in the backseat of the car uh, on holiday with my uh, parents. And from the very first time I ever laid eyes on her, she was the perfect car for me. In every detail, I could even say the word Porsche uh, before I could say car. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Do you remember uh, what color that car was, that very first one you saw? Yeah, I think it was a gold one. Oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty unique. Yeah, And uh, quite rare yes. to, uh, to see. So it's, it, it, it must have been a, a, a very special moment. I think so. I think so. Very cool. Well, I love it. And, of course, like I've said, I love Porsche 911s like you. So uh, we both could have a lot of fun cruising around the Alps looking at old Porsches. Yeah, but, but I, I, I really need to say something extra about it because it wasn't only about the shape of the 911. <laughs> I took it uh, one step further and set my sights on becoming the next managing director of the Porsche factory in Stuttgart. Oh, wow. Okay. Of course, not when I was three years old. <laughs> yes. But when I was uh, like eight. And uh, the reason uh, was that I could oversee and influence the entire process of building the next generations of the 911. Mm. That was my dream uh, when I was a child. And my entire life, I have been creating drawings, paintings, and other works of art with Porsches in it. And from the age of 10, I sent many letters to Ferdinand Porsche, actually Fer uh, Ferry, the son of uh, uh, Ferdinand, uh -huh. uh, regarding the developments of the 911. And to my surprise, he replied. Wow. That's, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like and, that. And you asked me a very special moment in life. Well, I had my pivotal moment two years ago when I watched a short film, Urban Outlaw, uh, from uh, Magnus Walker. Yes. Who said, and in the interview at night in Los Angeles, he drives uh, uh, on the road, of course, in his 911. And then he says he wrote letters to the Porsche factory when he was 10 as well. Yes. And something ignited in me. So that inspired me to pick up my work with uh, painting and also the brand Porsche. Oh, you know, that's a great story. And of course, uh, Magnus Walker has been a guest twice here on Cars. Yeah, he was my 100th guest. And then he was my New Year's Day guest this year in 2018. He was back okay. to talk about his new book, Dirt Don't Slow You Down, which is a great book about his life. And I just the other day, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, actually, had you Makrutsky, who's the head of Porsche Classic on the show, where they restore old Porsches at the factory. So you are in good company here, Reginald, now that you are a Parsia alumni with uh, a lot of Porsche fans here. Of course, Pete Stout from Triple Zero Magazine has been on the show and... I could name a whole bunch of Vic Elford, who, of course, raced for Porsche. Brian Redman has been a guest here on the show. So you're in good company here in the Porsche crowd at Cars. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's cool. Yes, it's very cool. Magnus is great. He's actually down in South America right now driving a Porsche for the factory on a, uh, I think it's a 15,000 kilometer, might even be mile drive. 
from South America up into Mexico. So he's having some fun for sure. (laughs) Very nice. Well, let's talk a little bit about a challenge or a failure. You've chosen a career that's very challenging. To become a fine artist and make a living from that can have ups and downs. So share with us a big challenge or a big failure you faced in your career. But more importantly, what was the lesson that experience taught you? Okay, I will try to explain. Before my career as a visual artist, I had a career with my advertising agency, but I went bankrupt. So I entered one of the darkest periods of my life. And before that very special moment, of course, I was drawing and painting as an art director for the customers from the advertising agency. But before that moment, all my actions turned in to a success. And the bankruptcy made me feel what it was like to fail for the very first time in my life. Mm -hmm. So at that point in my life, I I had to make a decision. I could do uh, two things, feel miserable or get up and focus and challenge to change my life around to the better. Yes. I chose for the latter one, of course. Of course, of course. Well, you know... This is a really great story, and I love the fact that you pivoted and turned this failure into a big success. And it is a lot about your attitude about things. So if there's one thing you could share from that experience to help someone that might be listening and could be going through that, maybe they lost their job, maybe their business went under, health issues, whatever it might be, what would be one driving force for you to help that person move forward in a positive direction just like you did? As I said, it was the darkest period of my life at that moment. But afterwards, I thought of it like a, a reset, like a, a new chance in, uh, in life. And that was the point that I decided to create artworks with Porsches. So also the drawings came back and also the brand Porsche came back and uh, I combined them into a new career. But that really sounds simpler than it was. Of course. Exactly. My first artwork was huge, as I told you, and very exclusive and as such very expensive to make. We've put all of our money in that artwork and went from one Porsche center to the other in Europe, despite the fact that it's still not sold, that that really large piece of artwork is not uh, uh, sold yet. It did kickstart my career as a visual artist. And the first year, we only invested in creating more artworks without one single sale, a whole year. Wow. Investing, investing. Yes. And there were times I thought about giving up, but simply because we could barely scrape by. But suddenly everything fell into place when people started to discover and appreciate my artworks at one single Porsche event. It all changed. Wow. And now I earn my uh, living as an artist. Yeah. So a thought is uh, to see opportunities, even if others think there are none, to take risks, even if all the odds are stacked against you, and to never, ever give up on your dream. You are a great inspiration, Reginald, and I love the idea of reset. Reset your life and look at that as a wonderful opportunity, not as... What changed in the sense of a bad way, but here's an opportunity to do something even greater and even better. And the tenacity and persistence that you had is a reoccurring theme for all of my guests here in Cars, yeah, especially the entrepreneurial guests. 
And that is you just got to stick with it, stick with your passion and make it a success. So kudos to you for what you did that very tough time. Let's shift gears and talk about a big career aha moment, a time when those headlights illuminated a new path for you. What was your career aha moment? <laughs> okay, my aha moment uh, came with that first Porsche event. And before, in a whole year, when people don't buy your artworks, you think of every artwork, what is wrong? And what, what should I change or, or something? And at that f- very car event, the Porsche event, all the pieces came together. And that they started to discover and, and appreciate my artworks. And I realized I was on the right track with my artworks. So, But I really needed that point. Right. What was that event that you attended where everything kind of came together? Yeah. In, uh, in uh, Holland, they call it uh, uh, Porsche Treffen. Yes. Okay. It's also uh, German. It's a gathering uh, uh, around from uh, uh, Porsche enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, on that very special event, uh, uh, it all changed. It sounds a lot like what they have in the States here, the Porsche Parade, an annual event where uh, Porsche clubs all come together in one specific place. But I've heard of the Treffen events that take place over in Europe and would love yeah. to attend one of those. So very, very cool. Well, you're in front of the right audience, that's for sure. Porsche exactly. fanatics, yeah. How about a proudest career a moment? I would assume you've had many. You've made many people very happy with your artwork as you become successful. Is there one proud moment you could share for share with us? Uh, yeah, I can. Sometimes you get really challenging requests for an artwork, like a client who wanted to his own wife in a very special red dress on an artwork. Uh-huh. I already created an artwork with a woman in an elegant red dress. That's the picture I sent to you. And this client loved that artwork so much that he said, okay, I would love to have that exact artwork, but in that red dress, my wife. Okay. (laughs) Can you do that? And I also would love to have my wife in the, in overall, in the, in the racing overall, in her own white uh, Porsche Cayman uh, GT4. Oh, Wow. So I, I created that in the artwork and it took me blood, sweat and tears. But in the end, I nailed it. <laughs> and I'm very proud of the result and the absolutely satisfied client. Yes, absolutely. Well, he sounds like he has a pretty cool wife if she drives a DT4. <laughs> That's nice, too. So they drive like uh, eight Porsches. Wow. They, they have all the, the, the different models and they are all white. <laughs> They're all white. Wow. OK, well. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. I'd like to have eight Porsches in my garage. That sounds like fun, (laughs) for sure. Well, let's talk about your first really special car. Is there a car that you've owned in your life, the first one that had great meaning for you? Well, to own one, uh, uh, I didn't own uh, that special car, but it's a story about a very special uh, 911. It was last uh, year, and the 991R came out. And that, that's a very special uh, uh, car. Oh, yes. And I would like to, uh, I wanted to make a, a nice artwork uh, with that specific uh, car. So I went to a Porsche dealer and I asked if I could make a photograph from that uh, 991R. And he said, okay. And I know that this guy for a long time now. So, so it, that's not that special. But actually, he gave me 
his keys of his very own special uh, 991R to me. And he said, okay, have fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was supposed to take pictures. Uh, some minutes later, I was driving in a 991R. Oh. No spoilers like the GT3 RS. And it was a, a, a hell of a ride. Uh, yeah. What was that like to drive that car? That Those are cool. I think everything fell in place. Like everything in that car, like the lightweight and the the, um, the manual gear, it's all perfect. Yes. So it, it it was wonderful to take the pictures, but driving that car, that was amazing. Uh, well, he's a car salesman, so he's a very smart man. He planted a seed in your head that no doubt has been germinating and growing because you're no doubt, if you're like me, you're trying to figure out, how do I get myself into a new Porsche after an experience like that? Of course, the R, very expensive, very hard to get, very rare, but just the chance to drive one. How exactly. cool is that? Oh, my God. Exactly. What a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. I love it. Well, you never know. what to, If you ask for something, you never know what you're going to guess. So go ahead and ask for it because you might just get the keys tossed to you. Now, how about seller's remorse? Is there a car you've owned that you've let go that you wish you had back in the garage? Uh, yeah, not a car that I uh, that I owned. But last uh, uh, summer, we went on a family holiday in uh, Somerset, England. And in the barn, uh, we saw a beautiful 911 uh, Speedstar from uh, 1989, the, the last year they, uh, they made the, uh, these ones. Yes. Of course, it had right-hand steering. So in, in Holland, it's it's not that uh, uh, common. And that's the reason why we left it there in the barn. So I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, those are cool cars and, and quite rare, too. Exactly. But in hindsight, it was a poor decision. As it turned out, it's quite easy uh, thing to fix to make, the, uh, to make it uh, uh, left-hand uh, uh, steering. Ah, okay. Okay, yeah. When you're not used to a right-hand drive car, it's very weird to drive one. And I used to race vintage cars, and one of the cars I raced was a Lola. And the driving position was on the right. And when I got on the track, I had a real hard time judging where the left side of the car was because yep. I kept thinking there was less car there than there was, and I kept dropping those tires off into the dirt on corners. So I had to I had to really kind of think about it as I drove it. I finally got used to it, of course, but uh, yeah, it's quite unique. Take some time to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely don't want to be uh, rubbing up against curbs or hitting other cars as you're driving exactly. through the streets. Exactly. So, yeah. Very nice. Well, I would love for you to share with us what has you excited and fired up about the new year. We're into the new year here, 2018. Uh, your artwork is moving along. So what are you working on that you can share with us that has you very excited for the new year? Well, right now I'm working on a large artwork for with four Porsches in it, uh, three 964s. So that that's the really original uh, uh, one with the uh, with the nice headlights, right? Uh, straight up, uh, the last one before the 993, in different shapes, like a complete race car with Martini striping in it, a white body uh, cabriolet, and a small body 964, a red one, also cool. a cabriolet. And the Ford 911 is a 993 4S. Oh, nice. I had one of those. Lovely car. You have. Yes. With, with the wide hips. <laughs> oh, yeah. The wide hips. And uh, mine had the arrow kit. 
So it had kind of a funky tail on it, which in hindsight, I kind of wish I hadn't gotten it that way, but uh, it was a wonderful car. I love the sound that that VRM engine made when you came on, on uh, the cams came on around 3,500, 4,000 RPM. It just made this sound that was awesome. Yeah, it looks great with, with the white body drives uh, magnificent yes yeah they're wonderful i would love to get another one but i would like to have the s not the 4s just the s with the standard body without the arrow kit yeah they've become quite expensive though yeah that's that's true that's true yeah very very cool you 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 know the the, uh, 911 uh, turbo the 930 turbo yes is uh, first produced as a small body oh that's right yeah yeah. It's now in the museum uh, uh, in Stuttgart. Uh, you're, I'm aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. I have a 87 930 Turbo that uh, I bought about eight years ago. And uh, okay. it's a wonderful car, very unique car. I call it my Orange Crush because it was painted in paint-to-sample metallic orange, a non-Porsche color at the factory. So yeah, um, that, that's a re- I saw pictures uh, on it on yeah. uh, Facebook. Yes. And I really love the color of yes. the crushed orange. Yes, it's very, very different for sure. I'll send you some more pictures via email. Well, Reginald, I think I know how you may answer this question, but we'll see. It's very introspective. If you were a car, what kind of car would Reginald be and why? I could say the uh, 991R, but I'm, I'm not. I would like to say then I would be a singer. Oh, okay. Now, now you're talking my story. Yes. Rob Dickinson has been a guest here on Cars. Yeah. And if I win the lottery, that's the first thing I'm going to buy as a singer. Okay. But, and uh, you know why? Why? I would li- love to be a singer because this car has the iconic looks of the Porsche 911 with modern technology. Yes. How great is that? Yes. Everything about it is great. Uh, Oh, man, I would love to have one of those. Absolutely. And as an artist uh, and designer, I love the proportions of this 911 with the wide hips, yeah. also the, the iconic uh, looks. Yeah. And in my artworks, I always play with proportions, shapes and colors, but I create my artworks using modern techniques. So that's why a singer. Ah, brilliant. I love it. Perfect. Well, Reginald, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. 
What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Reginald, we are back and we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Porsche throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy the Porsche that you like to drive. Don't buy a Porsche because it's a good investment. Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? I'm fanatic about perfection. It just has to be absolutely spot on. Perfect. And when I look at your artwork, I see that comes through. Absolutely. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would enjoy? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, you need to see the new Singer on SingerVehicleDesign.com. Oh, yes. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to fall in love. That's for sure. Oh, my gosh. Back to the Singer. I'd love to have one of those. They produced a great book, by the way. I don't know if you know this, Reginald, but I'm looking at my copy. It's sitting on my coffee table here of all the Singers that they had built up to the time this book was produced. And it's a wonderful coffee table book has pictures of all the different cars. I think the first 50 maybe plus cars, and you can find that on the Singer website. If I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Uh, I would love to have a drink with Magnus Walker ah. to discuss our passion for Porsche. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? I can easily introduce you to Magnus, and I know that if he makes his way to the Netherlands, and that guy's all over the world, he goes everywhere, he would love to sit down and have a drink with you. He's a wonderful guy, very personable, very enjoyable, really unique to talk to, so uh, I'll connect you two. How's that sound? Great. (laughs) Okay, we'll do that. Well, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? Yeah, in in Europe, uh, in Belgium, you have a Belgian uh, photographer. He's called Bart Kuykens. It's quite uh, uh, hard to pronounce for uh, in English. But he has made a book called A Flat Six Love Affair. Mm. And the book is about the, the drivers of, uh, of Porsches, their stories. And he takes the pictures uh, black and white with a, a very old uh, camera. And it's, it's, it's really a snapshot into the life of a Porsche enthusiast. Oh. It's a really I've never heard of that book. I'm going to have to get my hands on a copy of that. That's fantastic. I love it. Love new books and especially about Porsches here. So very cool. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources Reginald has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Reginald Kruger, K-R-U-G-E-R, 
and you'll find that page with all those links, including links to his website. All right, Reginald, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Doesn't matter what it costs because I'm paying for it. Money's no object. What's that car going to be and why? Yeah, that that would be the Porsche 991R. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, I think we already know why, but uh, uh, maybe share another little uh, tidbit about when you got to drive that car of why you'd love that to have that parked in your garage. It uh, it has such a clean design, no extra spoilers, lightweight, and is as fast as a GT3 RS. Yeah, yeah, everything to love about a Porsche. I, I just think those are fantastic. What color would you like yours to be? Uh, the white with uh, red, white the red stripes. The red stripes, all right, sounds cool. Well, that should be pretty easy for me to find you one of those. Uh, I'll come over and visit you in the Netherlands there, and we go for a drive. How does that sound? Great. <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds fun. Well, Reginald, you've taken us on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive artistic journey with the Cars Yell listeners and with me. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Porsche 911R? My advice would be stay focused and true to yourself. Perfect. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and learn more about your art? I'm gifted with my creativity. If my mind can think it, my hands can create it. I love Porsches. I love to meet Porsche people with the same Porsche virus. And I love to create artworks with Porsches with these people. This is my world. I'm living my dream. And you can see my artworks on my website, reginaldart.com. And of course, on my Facebook and Instagram. And last year, an artwork of mine was uh, shown at Amelia Island Festival of Speed cool. in the United States. I would love to show my artworks more often at car events in the U.S. And in 2018, you can find my artworks at different car events, for example, in March at the Techno Classica in Essen, in Germany. Yes. I will be there. And on my website, you can find out where to find me in 2018. And finally, it's our American dream of my wife and I to also create a home base in California and sell my artwork from there. Oh, sounds fantastic. Is there a chance that we'll see you at Rensport in the fall at Laguna Seca? It can be. Okay. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, this year I will, go to, uh, I will come to, uh, to America. I think it would be fantastic. Let me know if you're going to be there. I'll be at Rensport in the fall. We can connect and uh, toast a beer, a German beer, to our Porsche fanaticism, <laughs> that's for sure. And uh, also, hopefully, maybe we can see you at Car Week in Monterey, Pebble Beach as well. That would be really fantastic. I would love to do uh, to be there. Absolutely. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything Reginald has been so kind to share today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Reginald, you will find his page there. I would encourage you to check out Reginald's art. It is absolutely unique, different. Even if you're not a Porsche fan, you are going to love what he does. Reginald, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. 
But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!